0: I believe that Brazil will, will do very good in the future. I don't know exactly how many years we'll take that because we have a lot of promises from our governors, yeah? But they never realize that.
1: This is SWARFcast. I'm Noah Graph. On today's show, we're heading back to Brazil, as we continue our season exploring the machining industry around the world. Our guest is Ali Jamil Joma, Executive Director at Samot, one of the largest automotive parts suppliers in Brazil. Jamil has been at Samot for 32 years, and is an authority on the tricky business of running a large machining company in Brazil. As a used machine tool dealer specializing in high production equipment, I've encountered plenty of fire damaged machines. An average fire costs a business $300,000 to $500,000 and six to eight weeks of lost production time. Installed on over 15,000 CNC machines, FireTrace protects shops running oil-based coolants by automatically detecting and suppressing fires within seconds. After FireTrace stops a fire, Its system quickly rearms, and you can have your machine back up and running in as little as 45 minutes. For more details, go to www.firetrace.com slash swarfcast. That's www.firetrace.com slash swarfcast. I am very honored to be with Jamil, the executive director of Samot in Sao Paulo, Brazil. I know we just did an episode in Sao Paulo uh, with Rogerio, but Jamil is a very important person in Brazil in the machining industry. He is the head of one of the biggest automotive companies in all of Brazil. Um, is, is it the
0: biggest one? No, I don't believe it is the biggest one, but but we are one of the most important in, in uh, serial production of machine parts.
1: Yeah, the most important, the best.
0: <laughs> Thank you.
1: So when I had the opportunity to talk to him, I had to. So first, you know, we're gonna we're gonna focus mostly on Brazil, uh, but I want to know a little bit about your company and a little bit about you. So first, let's just start out by saying, giving a little bit of the basics of Samot, and what you guys produce, a little bit of the history of the company, and then uh, we'll go on to some other interesting things.
0: Okay, let's do it. Thanks for the invitation, Noah, okay? It's my pleasure to be with you and to share information about Samot and some information about our country, okay? Uh, Starting by, by myself, okay? Uh, my name is Ali Jamil Joma. People call me as Jamil, okay, as, as you did. Uh, I am 50 years old. I work, I am technician and engineer on electronics. And I worked to, to Samo uh, for 32 years. 32 years. Wow. Yeah. And I'm, I'm very proud to, to work here in this company for so long. And I, I can tell you that I love what I do. You know? This is the most important point for me. I started on the basis, on the shop floor, because I used to make maintenance on CNC lathes. yeah? Mm-hmm. And-
1: And you first got into the company because of your future wife, yes?
0: Uh, not this way. Uh, I used to, to date my wife. And one, uh, but also to work with my father, my father has a, a Lebanese restaurant and I used to bring this Lebanese food to them. Yeah. After working with my father and one of the times, uh, my father-in-law asked me to come in and to start talking with me, with me about my life. Uh, and, uh, when he asked about my profession, I said that he was a technician. So he invited me to work in the company.
1: You'd been studying engineering before you were 18.
0: He, I started work, uh, before. Well, you
1: started when you were eighteen, yes.
0: First of all, I did a te- technician, mm-hmm. okay, and then engineer on electronics. And in the meantime, between one and other, yeah, uh, the end of technician and beginning of of engineering. Then he, I was in the second year of engineering, to be honest. And then he invited me to to work at Talent.
1: Okay, so you're eighteen years old. You're studying. Engineering. you're working with your father at the Lebanese restaurant, you're dating his daughter, you're bringing Lebanese food to him. And then he says one day, Hey, what are you, what are you studying? And you say, I'm studying engineering or I, I, I know CNC lathes." And he says, here's an opportunity. Why don't you come and work at Samo?
0: That was exactly what happened. <laughs> and I, I remember that my mother-in-law, uh, she was close to us and she just said, uh, she used to, 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 to call me by my first name, Ali, okay? And she said, Ali, don't worry if your date uh, don't go to, to a future. If you don't, you don't need to marry her or if you don't marry her, yeah? It doesn't mean that you have to leave the company. <laughs> it was interesting, Yeah. Uh, they just want to give me an opportunity. Just so that. it wasn't
1: it wasn't nepotism. <laughs> no. I mean, it got your foot in the door, literally, <laughs> while you were serving him food. But you would have stayed at the company. So that, I'm glad you established that. Yes. So that is a, an excellent. It's it's such a cool story. What is Samot? Who are they producing parts for?
0: Samot uh, was found by Mr. Tomislav Shankar. He's a, a son of a Croatian mother mm-hmm. and an Austrian father, yeah okay, and they used to live in Europe in Austria uh, for see, until he was thirteen years old and due to the war, they decided to come to Brazil so they come to they came to Brazil in a Red cross nave really 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 As, All the immigrants they start to work in selling food in the free market in the streets. Okay, so those European sweets, and they they were very well succeed with that.
1: Mm -hmm. Brazil is a country of immigrants.
0: Brazil is a country of immigrants. True
1: melting pot.
0: Yeah, it is. And then his parents want them to study. So they study mechanical, okay, technician. Mm -hmm. And then he started working at Mercedes-Benz and some years after uh, at Volkswagen. Then he got married and he saw that alone, only with his job, he was not able to to pay all the accounts from the family, Uh, from his father and mother-in-law, his parents, his wife. Then he decided to start a new business. Interesting. The production of serial, serial production of machined parts. So with a saw, with a drill, with a small lathe. Yeah. And he started.
1: Very cool.
0: Yeah. What was on 1960, July of 1960. And due to his, a uh, guy that love lo- used to love technology. Yeah. Investment. So his mindset was, Everything that the company makes, stays in the company. So all the money that the company used to make, he invested in new machines mm-hmm. all over the time. So the building where we are is his building. He don't rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Machines, 100% paid. He never made uh, investment in the market to pay his machines. Yeah? And
1: you guys have some pretty, some pretty expensive machines. Yes, we do. You have indexes, you have the Morisset ZPS. Yes. What are your favorite machines Eesh. that you have?
0: Uh, <laughs> I believe that different mach- we have, really have different machines, but not a total salad of machines. So <laughs> he, de- he decided to, to, to stay with the German for the multispindles. So we started with Shooter yeah, Mm -hmm. the the can, and then uh, with the CNC's, some shooter, but much more index, yeah, I believe that we got more adapted with the index, that's why we invested much more in the index CNC's, uh, motor spindles uh, than in the shooter
1: we have a few for sale, if you're looking for any by the way
0: MS22 really, we have at 22, we have one but we have much more thirty-two uh, and forty.
1: Mm, the forty—that's that's a pretty pretty slick uh, index. Yeah. Who are you making parts for?
0: We we make part uh, in major for the automotive industries. Yeah, tier two, and so this is what we do. For example, our customers: Bosch, Continental, ZF, Tier W. Those, uh, those automotive industry customers represent around 87 to 88% of our sales. Okay. We also do parts to defense. So we produce bullets, uh, point 0.50, many cases, point 0.50, grenades, and many other parts for missiles and for rockets and rifles. Interesting. So yeah, this brings to me
1: to a question about exports and making parts for the domestic market. The currency for Brazil is around, last I checked it was about one dollar to five real So is that good for exports? Is that mainly keeping stuff in the country? How has that changed your business?
0: Uh, you are right. One to five. This is our uh, current currency. What happened is Brazil, they don't have a mindset for exportation depending on the currency. So when the currency is, uh, uh, help us, then we, we reinforce our exportation. But mm-hmm. when it's not, we stop exportation. I don't, I don't like, I don't, I don't uh, think that this is healthy for a company. So that's why I decided to be extremely competitive mm-hmm. in, in how we produce our parts because in the, independently of the currency, oh, I, see. I want to sport.
1: Because, nor- I mean, that seems like universal all over the world. You know, currency goes down, they export. But you, you want to do it all the time.
0: That's right. We know in Brazil, we suffer much more because of the interest rate. Today Mm. is only 2% a year. So it's the lowest interest rate in the history. But even like that, uh, maybe we can have in the future a a change in our currency. But I want to be competitive uh, independently of the currency. I want to export. That's why we hired three uh, representation people, okay, uh, to represent Samot in U.S.
1: You you told me before that Brazil is a tricky place. It's a tricky place to do business. It's a tricky place to run a machining business. What do you mean by that?
0: What I mean, we are talking basically basically about three points: labor, labor cost. So. Many years ago, you remember the low-cost countries, right? LCC. So, people want to do business with low-cost countries because of the, the salaries. Mm-hmm. Today, we have a completely different situation. So, the labor cost in Brazil is high. What I mean by high? Imagine that, uh, that those are the numbers that I just got to show you. We are talking about... Uh, a nominal salary per year of one of our employees. This is the average, the the general, okay? Means $10,000 a year.
1: $10,000 a year for the average person. So that's between the highest paid person and the lowest paid person. Yeah. What does the highest paid person make and what does the lowest paid person make?
0: CFO, he does around $80,000 a year. Okay uh but we have what just one and then we have hundreds of employees in the, the, the shop floor
1: and so what is the lowest the lowest employee at Samot make the
0: lowest employee at the Samot uh, will start with 400 bucks a year
1: okay wow that's that's quite a disparity
0: yep it is this brazil is a country of disparities uh, and then i show you after when i when we talk about the the social classes Mm -hmm. and the workforce okay the people on the shop floor direct people working in the machine they will receive around nine thousand dollars in average per year okay okay then we have taxes and benefits Mm -hmm. taxes what we pay to the government benefits what we pay also to them by for example, private security, uh, dentists in the company, food, and etc. We pay all those things. Food? Yeah, the restaurant, for example. We have our own restaurant. So uh, what they eat in the company, we pay.
1: That's nice.
0: Yeah, that's nice, but it's also costy.
1: <laughs> the buffets in Brazil are amazing.
0: Yes. And, <laughs> and we, have, we have a very good restaurant
1: It specializes in the top multi-spindle brands, including Index, Schütte, Gildemeister, Tornos, ZPS, Acme, and Wickman. They also sell a variety of other types of used equipment, such as CNC Swiss, CNC turning centers, and parts washers. Machine tools are complicated. If you're going to buy one, you should go to people who are knowledgeable and committed to the industry. Learn more at www.graphpinkert.com. That's com. Okay, so you were saying you have to pay food, you have to pay Social Security, you have to pay healthcare? Yes, we do. So there's universal healthcare in Brazil?
0: We have from the government, but uh, you cannot guarantee yourself in in this kind of treatment that's why we pay extra we pay a private
1: ah so if you're even if you're the lowest paid employee at Samo, you get private health insurance is that typical for most machining companies or most manufacturing companies
0: yes it is all businesses all businesses. so if you include those taxes and the benefits you can increase this salary in 80% 80 80% that's right so we are talking about $18,000 per year that is that is the cost from an employee okay incredible yeah but not only that because then you have to include the vacation that is another uh, the vacation is already included in this amount because I, I am using 12 months, okay? But then you you have the 13th salary.
1: So you pay okay? them for an extra
0: month. That's right. And one third from a month when this guy got in vacation. So when did this guy, he leaves 30 days in vacation, mm-hmm. he receives 40 days.
1: Oh, so he receives more when he's not working than when he's working.
0: That's right. This is a... A bonus but this is law
1: so if somebody makes quote unquote ten thousand dollars a year that costs you eighteen thousand dollars some more wow so you were saying before you told me that when you bring a machine when you buy capital equipment in brazil there's a lot of taxes
0: yes taxes is the, the other point in brazil can you imagine that in Brazil, people need to work 150 days a year to pay taxes?
1: Just to pay their taxes? That's right. And they have to work almost half the year?
0: Yeah. One third of this year is to, just to pay taxes. Companies, they have a team to, to discuss taxes because you have a huge amount of taxes in cascade, one over each other. You have federal, you have state, and you have uh, uh, town fees and taxes. You were talking
1: about the demographics, the disparity in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, what percentage of the people in Brazil are rich? What are, how much are poor?
0: Brazil has uh, uh, 210 million people. 210
1: okay? million people.
0: Okay. Uh, 47% are economically active people, only 97 million people, okay? Something like that. From those guys, uh, you can imagine that we have an unemployment. The unemployment in Brazil is around 25 million people. But what does it mean unemployment? mean that you have occupied people. What means occupied? People that are not employed, but, but they are uh, searching for business, right. search, okay. searching so for, for work.
1: Same, same with here. And then you have the, the people who are off the grid, the underemployed. Yeah, right.
0: we, we have underoccupied. That means the people that work less than 40 hours a week, 7 million. And you have the discouraged, discouraged uh, people that are more than six months trying to find a, a, a job, 5 million people. Uh, Noah, but I believe that you also remember that we talked about uh, informality. So from those 95 million people working economically active, 40% is not formal work. They, don't have the, uh, they are not registered. Mm-hmm. in the in the work ministry
1: well because of all the taxes and on both for them and for the people paying them that's it how do you
0: how does that make you feel uh, terrible we don't do that okay so we know that many companies uh proceed like this i don't like uh, imagine that people that work uh for example on a street street market they are inf- informal people. People that work uh, like mates in uh, cleaning houses. They are, some of them are not. Mm-hmm. And this is a, a social problem. This is a the disparity that you were talking about the, from rich and and poor people in Brazil.
1: Yeah. And so the majority of people are lower class. They're living in ghetto, favela.
0: Uh Yes, uh, we have many of these. The, the term in the past used to be favelas mm-hmm. uh, because they were, they were houses made of wood. But this is not what we see anymore. Okay. So we see normal some buildings. They are not so well finished, but they have uh, electricity. They have
1: running water.
0: Running water. They have something. Not, not everybody and not in the whole country. So there are many places in northeast that they don't have anything, anything really. But the, the we have a A and B one class. This A and B one class may represent six to seven percent of of the, the the amount of people. Then we have the B two C one C two and D. Those represent around. 75% okay mm-hmm. and we have under, under 19% there are poor and miserable people mm. okay this is this distribution
1: do you know many of these poor and miserable people personally
0: uh, I do because I, I every month I, I have uh, uh, some friends and we buy food we do we buy some food in a buffet, and we distribute this food to people in the street. Mm-hmm. So every month we make this distribution for two hundred and fifty people. Maybe I can send you with my my this data that I will send to you some pictures showing how it is, yeah yeah. Uh, it makes so good for me to, to help other guys, other people. Uh, and there are a lot of these kind of uh, help in the streets nowadays. Many people are doing that, helping others.
1: What do you think is the, the future for the country? You, do you see it becoming more prosperous going forward? Yes. Uh, Less people in favelas, more rich people? both?
0: I believe that Brazil will, will do very good in the future. I don't know exactly how many years we'll take that because we have a lot of promises from our governors. Yeah.
1: That's but what governments they, it,
0: do. Yeah. And <laughs> but they never realize that. So we are discussing since the, the, uh, the beginning of of our uh, the new president bolsonaro he is discussing about privatization he is discussing about changing in the rules from from the workforce in the in the government because they, you know that they have a lot of benefits it's totally different than the the private company yeah yeah for class they receive much more and so on if the, the tax change, yeah? So they, they, we should go to, a, to a, a fee, to a tax that covers the consume, not the, the, the production chain, yeah? Mm-hmm. So if they do that, we will be very prosperous, yeah? Very, because the climate is good. We don't have hurricanes. We don't have snow. We don't have tornadoes. Uh, we have 8,000... Kilometer uh, uh, beach uh, in uh, one country that is just like a continent. You know that we are the hugest producer in uh, uh, agriculture commodities. Wow. Also minerals. Yeah. So when when we talk about iron, our exportation is huge. So we have conditions.
1: Yeah. Yeah you know, a lot of people who wish they could live in another country.
0: Yes. Uh, but they, they want to, to live in other countries. The people that I know that want to, to move are people that want to avoid, wants to, 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 they don't want anymore. This political, poli- this political condition that we have, uh, this fragile, uh, economy, They don't want violence. You know that we have violence in Brazil. So, those guys, they want to move much more because of these points.
1: And economics.
0: Uh, Economic
1: condition in Brazil. What's something really interesting you learned in the last week?
0: I've been learning a lot. Uh, The difficulties from COVID uh, show me more and more. Brazil. Brazil. Is living the, the worst economic moment in its history.
1: Wow, that's saying that's saying a lot because you've had some hard times in the past.
0: That's right, but I, I, and then I was uh, I learned a lot about that, how to deal with the people, how to deal with the company, uh, uh, hard decisions. But during COVID, we we I brought. Uh, more the, the spirit of help in our team and we are so much involved all the mm-hmm. team all of our employees all our employees
1: you had to lay off a lot of employees
0: yes really? we uh, you know that we have 700 employees in brazil the three in the three units uh we had to lay off yeah uh, we were in lockdown uh all april And then we started uh, May with 150 people in suspension of work. And what does it mean? That people stay in their home and we pay 30% of their salary and the difference uh, to a a certain amount the government pays. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have all other people, 570, in uh, reduction of work. Twenty-five percent means that we work twenty-five percent less, uh, and they receive twenty-five percent less.
1: Yeah, even even with all of that, you feel like the morale of the country has, of the company has stayed positive.
0: Yes, for sure, for sure. It's very interesting. We we are we are together, and this is this is what I am most proud uh, of my my people. And this is what I, uh, what I learned recently.
1: Very good. Thank you, Jamil. And that was fascinating.
0: Thank you, too. I, I, I enjoyed it a lot.
1: From today's Machining World, this is a Swarfcast production. If you like this episode, please subscribe to the show and rate us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and todaysmachiningworld.com to see extended video interviews and join our mailing list. I'm Noah Graff. My occasional co-host is Lloyd Graff. Our audio engineer is Bill Steffi. Our managing editor is Ridgely Dunn. For information on advertising or to submit an idea for a future podcast, Follow the contact information on today's machiningworld.com.